0: We'll
1: do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! F <laughs> it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! No, well, it's live, Hal. This is State to State Roberts. This is Ted the Bay dollar man. Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky tonk Man, the greatest WWE,
0: intercontinental
2: champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in
1: WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world.
2: This is Wrestling With Ideas
3: welcome back inside the ckdj studios right here for wrestling with ideas on ckdj 1079 ottawa's new music i myself am of course the music man colin scully alongside me this week we've got the big papa pump matthew brooks what how's it going man it's all right talking too loudly bud Anyways, so this I'm week sorry. there's a lot to talk about here. So first thing we got to talk about is WWE Super Showdown. WWE Super Showdown took place on October the October the sixth, two thousand eighteen, live from the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Biggest WWE event live ever in Australia held seventy thousand three hundred nine people. It's because cricket's
2: massive in Australia. Cricket,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, dude, this is a WWE event. This isn't cricket. I don't care. Alright, anyways, let's talk about the matches on the card here. Of course, the first match saw the New Day, this time consisting of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defeating Cesaro and Sheamus for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Charlotte Flair defeating Becky Lynch by disqualification. Becky Lynch retains her title. Bobby Lashley and John Cena, or John Bradshaw Cena, defeating Elias and Kevin Owens. The Iconics defeating Asuka and Naomi. Of course, you have to have the Australians go over in Australia. You have AJ Styles defeating Samoa Joe by submission in a no-countout, no-disqualification match to retain the WWE Championship. We have Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins defeating the Riots squad by submission. You have Buddy Murphy defeating Cedric Alexander to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. You have The Shield defeating Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Andrew McIntyre. We have Daniel Bryan defeating The Miz to determine the new number one contender for the WWE Championship. And last but not least, we have The Undertaker losing to Triple H, setting up a match at WWE Crown Jewel. Go Undertaker. Now, we were talking a bit before the show, Matt. I was showing you the graphic for the Brothers of Destruction versus DX. And we were talking about Shawn Michaels. What? And what was it that you said? Uh, that after I, realizing.
2: After realizing something. I'm like, oh, that's Shawn Michaels in the cowboy hat, because I was looking at the picture for it. Yeah. But like, I was looking at the one for uh, like that was showing four Crown Jewel. Right. That's why I couldn't figure out. Right. That it was uh, Shawn Michaels. Right. But then when I actually looked at. The uh, Picture for Shawn Michaels right. and his retirement. Right. That's when I realized. Okay. But you know who Shawn Michaels is? Yes, I do. Okay. But it just didn't realize that it was him in that picture.
3: Yes, because he looks a lot older. Well, I mean, most of the pictures, like he hasn't wrestled in WWE since I think it was 2010 or 2011. So most of the pictures that you're going to see of him are at least 10 years old. True. True. I don't know. But uh, WWE Crown Jewel, we'll talk about this later on the show because we've got a special guest you may have seen on Twitter. We've got Twiggy, C4 legend, calling into the show, or rather I'm going to be calling him. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about Lut 07. He was on English commentary for that, the first showing in No, we are sponsors of them. The IWS last show ever, Memories of c uh, and then talk about Memories of C4, the last battle of Vanier. And then he told an interesting story. He was on a podcast called La Descente du Coude in Montreal. He told the story of when he went to France, Belgium, and Sweden on a wrestling tour. So let's just call him in. Let's see when he picks up. Hey, Twiggy, how's it going, man? It's Colin from uh, Wrestling With Ideas. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
3: I'm doing well. So as you might have heard or might not have heard, we are live right now, so we're going to get straight into everything. Uh, What has Twiggy been up to in the last couple of
1: weeks? What have I been up to in the past? I had a couple good meals. I had a club sandwich earlier today, so that was nice. Yesterday I had a steak sub, so that was pretty good. I've been eating a lot of meals. Yeah, a lot of meals and... uh, been transitioning from my summer to fall clothes which is nice
3: oh that's good what what um what does that transition involve there
1: well i take my shorts and i put them in the closet and then i take my pants out of the closet and then i'll probably put my hawaiian button downs put those in the closet and then i'll probably take my flannels out and put those on so that's it's pretty pretty quick transition i think
3: there you go now in terms of wrestling though recently a couple weeks ago you were on english commentary for zero set now that card was the probably it it was an amazing card there i wanted to get your thoughts on that card specifically
1: though yeah i think uh, it was a pretty uh pretty action-packed night of pro wrestling i would say the one match that uh Kind of blew my mind a little bit I know that it also blew Big Magic's mind We were on commentary together It was probably uh, Benjamin Cole and Matt Angel I very yeah. much enjoyed that match That one really stood out and had the fans rocking and rolling So yeah, it was uh, all around a very, very good night of uh, pro wrestling And it's not often you see a live uh, show on Thursday night So that was something, uh, something to behold, I think
3: Yeah, it's not often you see wrestlers swearing at little kids <laughs> But then
1: you saw well, Ben it- yeah, I mean, it's pretty often. I feel it's pretty often. I've seen it <laughs> pretty regularly over uh, the course of 15 years. I'm, uh, I've seen countless kids get cursed at, but it's always uh, it's always nice to get a refresher in it, so uh, I'm very grateful for that.
3: Right. Now, how many of those incidents involved TDT?
1: TDT, I mean, they've been wrestling for a while now as a tag team. I've certainly seen Matthew St. Jacques and Thomas Dubois kind of unleash Fury. On fans, but these days uh, they've kind of endeared themselves to uh, whatever audience they're performing in front of, so they might be swearing with the fans these days.
3: Yeah, I guess, eh? Um, talking a little bit about TDT, actually, In back in April it was, you wrestled in a match now known to Ottawa fans as the Last Battle of Vanier at c4's last ever show at the vanier columbus club now that was the first c4 match that i actually watched um what was it like in that match and what was the planning like for that match
1: it was a pretty chaotic uh contest and uh i don't get into the ring too often anymore so to step into the ring again in that type of environment and uh a venue that I've performed at countless times over the past, I guess, 10 years now. was pretty uh, pretty exciting for me. I like the feeling of uh, kind of chaos. I like that uh, at any point in that venue, a riot could break out. So I, I don't know. I kind of like the feeling of, uh, you know, potential uh, danger and disarray in a venue. So anytime there's this sense that, you know, maybe a wall is going to get destroyed or a fan might like get uh, bowled over. I quite like that. That's where I feel I'm most at home.
3: Right now, that was the last um, one of the last times that you've stepped into the ring. Are there any plans to be stepping into the ring in the future?
1: Well, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to step into the ring on Sunday in Montreal at uh, Battle War. There's this uh, local upstart competitor, real uh, exciting, handsome uh, character who goes by the name of Flying Frank Milano. So he's kind of been uh, a real irritant. To me so i'm gonna put the tassels back on one more night and uh show him a thing or two show him what it's all about
3: now you mentioned you mentioned how he's been irritating you one question yeah. before we talk about your uh, international endeavors shall we say um sure. yeah name like let's say the top three or top five wrestlers that have irritated you the most over your over the course of your in-ring career and explain a little bit as to why
1: well, I would say Vanessa Craven has got to top that list. Uh, yeah, A real egomaniac. Uh, someone who's probably had had most of their success handed to them by way of, uh, by way of her uh, height and things like that. So she's a real irritant. I've uh, gone to war with her a couple of times and, you know, who knows it might happen again. I, I certainly hope not to be around her would be a true uh, sad evening. I think for me in any event, uh, other people. Shane Hawk is uh, another person who's been on, uh, who's been on my uh, my list of irritants. I would say is another person. Those are the two that really stick out. Yeah, there's uh, there's probably too many to mention. Big Magic, another one, another one who's bothered me for years. Yeah, a lot of I don't you know care for most people.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Now going on to. The, uh, the international stories that I was talking about a little earlier. For those of our listeners who aren't familiar with LDDC, La Descente du Coud, I had listened to that a couple days ago, and you were telling this story early on in the episode about your, uh, your, the most recent trip that you made to France, Belgium, and Sweden. Now, the one, I can't remember what country it was in, but can you tell the flea market story for the fans that haven't heard it?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, El Generico and myself were doing a show in the uh, south of France and uh, there was, uh, the promoter was hosting most of the performers. So we, were, we had a place to stay, which is always nice anytime you're out of town doing what you like to do. And uh, I guess his family was the owners of this really unbelievably large flea market. So that's where they kept all the wrestlers and uh following the show the thing that sticks out the most to me is that uh the promoter's mom made everybody hamburgers so that was nice a nice hamburger dinner after uh after a hard-fought match and then all of the uh, the bedrooms we were in they uh, they weren't actually bedrooms they were just kind of rooms they were carpeted and had some very thin mats on it so we stayed in those rooms for the night and then uh prior to going to bed i uh, really wanted to take a shower we had done this show outdoors in a very large uh i guess legendary bullfighting venue in france and when i went to take a shower there was no shower curtain it was just kind of this room with a shower head hanging from the wall and uh, the water was totally cold frigid a pretty uh pretty less than ceremonious way to wash your naked body after performing for uh about five thousand people in france so yeah those are my that's my greatest memory of wrestling abroad for sure is showering with cold water in a room that i thought maybe i might be murdered in
3: were there was it a wrestler that you thought might murder you and if so who would that uh, have been?
1: I, you know there's no one in particular there was no certainly no character portrait that came to mind in terms of who i thought might end my life it just might be some unsavory individual but luckily i'm uh I'm still around to tell the tale of my time in France. So, haven't been murdered yet.
3: Not yet. Now...
1: Not yet. Not yet. Not yet.
3: Um, This Sunday, you mentioned earlier, Battle of War 58 is taking place, of course, in Montreal. Other than the match that you are having with Fly and Frank Milano, what match should fans be looking out for the most? coming out of this card before well, we let you go here
1: i would say well there's a lot of matches there's Thomas dubois the battle war champion he's going to be in a triangle match with uh, kevin blanchard and surfer mitch thompson so those guys are two of montreal's finest pro wrestlers in my opinion but there's this one tag team that i would say fans should be looking out for they go by the name of the salty bullies they've uh, been on a losing streak as of late and they are probably my favorite tag team in uh, the independent scene right now they've got a lot of uh, A lot of moxie. They've got a new manager. So things, I think, are going to start turning their way. I really like them. I think they're good. That's going to be a tag team that I think people are going to be talking about real soon.
3: That's right. You mentioned surfer Mitch Thompson just yesterday, actually. He was in a match with uh, Jesse Champagne in the first. I Actually, uh, that was my first match that I called on commentary for uh, Victory Ring Pro Wrestling. Thank you guys for that opportunity. Twiggy, it's been awesome talking to you. I met you for the first time back at the Lutze Rosette show. I uh, hope to talk to you again in the future, and uh, see you soon.
1: Yeah, have a good rest of the show, guys. I really enjoyed this.
3: You as well. Have a good one, man. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so that Twiggy, man, he's a, he's a real character, him. He used to... I'll show you some of his matches later on. What? This guy... Uh, if I had to compare him to any WWE superstar right now, I'd probably say early Miz. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, but he was talking about Vanessa Craven. Vanessa Craven is 6'2", and she weighs 200 pounds. That looks like a fucking... Be-
2: oh, cool. I am so sorry. We're
3: going to cut straight to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more. Crown Jewel, you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079. ...years. Addictions Ontario
0: has shown that
2: recovery is possible. You have reached Addictions Ontario. Visit our website at addictionsontario.ca or call 1-800-565-8603. Let us be your lifeline to healing. After a night out with your friends, not having a plan for a safe ride home can have dire consequences. You could end up riding in a police car, an ambulance, or even a hearse. These unplanned choices for transportation are costly and do not take you home. I'm Chuck Cox with the Highway Safety Division of the Ontario Provincial Police, asking you to choose your ride and always have a plan for a safe ride home. Visit arrivealive.org to find out more. And thanks for driving
4: sober. You come home from work and he's waiting for you. Dinner is already made, and you smell the lavender-scented candles he's lit. You follow the rose petals to the dining room, and he made all your favorite comfort foods. Soon you get lost in his eyes, and the two of you make your way to the bedroom. How would you like it if you were told you're not allowed to love? It's in our nature to love. Homophobia takes us away from too many people every year. Don't contribute to the hate. Visit egale.ca
5: for more information.
1: American males, American males, American males, American
0: males. Daddy. I'm on the stuff and the girl Daddy. just can't
6: get it done.
1: Hey, this is Buck
0: Bagwell, and you're listening to Wrestling with Ideas. <laughs>
3: Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios, right here for Wrestling with Ideas on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I, of course, am the Music Man Colin Scully. Alongside me, we've got Big Papa Pump Matthew Brooks. Now, Matt, you're really embracing the Big Papa Pump character here, man. Yes, Come I on. am. Come on. We apologize very profusely for the uh, the colorful language, so to speak, used by. Matthew I don't even know if that's segment. PG. That's right. That was not PG. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Please, CRTC, don't cancel our show. Anyways, the phone lines are open, guys. So if at any point you guys want to call into the show and let us know what your thoughts are, maybe there are any wrestlers out there that want to get some stuff off of their minds, that'd be pretty cool. Um, But, Matt. Yes. We were talking a little bit before about Vanessa Craven. I want to finish my thought before we talk about what's going on with Crown Jewel. Vanessa Craven... Six two two hundred, and then Matt. Uh, not Matt. Who's Matt? You're Matt. Yeah, I'm Matt. Uh, and then Twiggy. Twiggy's five nine, and he weighs one hundred and thirty pounds. That's a mismatch.
2: Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not like, like I mean, it's pin- not like seventy pounds. Yeah, and, uh... three inches. You said five nine and six foot, right? Yes. Yeah. I that's three yeah okay. I w- I, uh, yeah. I can't do math in my head. You can never do math. No, you're not.
3: Okay, we'll talk about WWE Evolution before, I guess, actually. So, the card scheduled right now, of course, it is subject to change, as is any WWE card. Right now, we've got Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella for the WWE Raw Women's Championship.
2: Nikki Bella needs to run. Nikki Bella needs to not show up. Like I saw um tri- uh, not uh, who was it? The Rock and Ronda Rousey stand up to... Yeah, three years ago, I think, WrestleMania 31? Yeah, it was WrestleMania. yeah, yeah. Like It was at Levi's Stadium, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, that
3: was WrestleMania 31. What happened there was... Uh, I think it had something to do with the authority, because right now that's back really when the authority were at their height. Yeah, yeah. Um, what ended up happening there, that was before Ronda Rousey. That's when the rumors had just started to sort of circulate. Of her coming in. Of her coming into the WWE, and it was, I believe, it was just this past January, I think, at Royal Rumble. That she came in? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Anyways, moving on to the next match here, uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in a last woman's standing match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, I heard a nasty rumor regarding Becky Lynch here. Becky Lynch may actually be hurt. Her jaw might be a little screwed. Oh, really? And they don't know how bad it is. She's supposed to get an MRI sometime this weekend or an x-ray. Um, there are rumors that her jaw might be cracked and it might need surgery. And that would honestly suck. Because that means she's going to be dropping the belt at Evolution back to Charlotte Flair. Ah, eh, yeah. I mean, Becky Lynch, I've, I've been saying ever since I got on this show that Becky Lynch needs to be a champion in some way.
2: But and now she is... But now her but jaw now, is effed up and. Yeah, I don't know. Kyrie
3: Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler. Now, Shayna Baszler is the Ronda Rousey of NXT. Uh, uh,
2: but not actually UFC. Yeah, she was in the MMA. She oh, really? was. I believe. Really?
3: She, I think she was. I can't remember if I'm confusing her with. uh can't remember if it was Sonya DeVille. Yeah, trained by UFC Josh Barnett, who now is, of course, famous for doing commentary on Access TV's New Japan coverage. When I'm looking yeah. over, I'm trying to find or er, uh, Shayna Baszler's UFC record, or MMA record, rather. She didn't really fight too, too much in the UFC, I believe. She only had one UFC fight, which was a loss in the second round at UFC 177 to Betch Korea. Fifteen, oh, wow. and yeah. So, her total record is fifteen and eleven. She um, she lost the belt to Kyrie Sane a couple weeks ago, but she was champion. I think she actually won it from Kyrie Sane, so they're kind of doing like a back and forth thing. Mm-hmm. Then up next we have Ray Ripley, who is the current NXT UK Women's Champion. They don't know who she's going to face. We've got Io Shirai versus Tony Storm in the final of the Mae Young Classic. Got Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James in a tag team match. And then in the battle royal for the women's championship opportunity, we've got Alicia Fox, Asuka, Billy Kay, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, Lana, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Nia Jax, Peyton Royce, Sonia Deville, Deville, Tamina, and Tori Wilson. That match is nothing but a time filler, really, for me. Yeah. I don't know. Up next, of course, in the WWE schedule, possibly, maybe, I'm not sure, we've got WWE Crown Jewel, which is scheduled to take place on November the 2nd, 2018, in an unknown location. As it was announced about a week ago that there was a journalist, an American journalist that was over in Saudi Arabia, uh, covering some, I can't remember what it was, um, but he was—he disappeared, and it was found out just yesterday that he was dismembered and sent out to various parts of North Korea. Oh, really? Of North Korea, Saudi Arabia, not North
2: oh. Korea. <laughs> um, Kim Jong Un.
3: Yeah, but so now there's a bunch of backlash coming out against WWE. They've removed all references to Saudi Arabia from their website. If you if you look at the crown jewel section of the website you will notice that nowhere does it say saudi arabia anywhere oh yeah which makes me think that they're still gonna put this event on but somewhere else but now here's here's what i'm struggling to think about is that back in i think it was i want to say may april or may when they had wwe greatest royal rumble they were talking about it was being in saudi arabia this this and that if they're not going to mention Saudi Arabia, at all,
2: why should they during
3: do Crown it? Jewel? No, no, no. I'm not saying why should they do it there, but they're going to have a lot of problems because they were saying because they wanted the fans to stand for the national anthem of Saudi Arabia. They wanted the fans. There was a halftime break so that they could pray because it's because it's a majoritarily Muslim country yeah. and all of that. Um, they're going to have a lot of problems here with this yeah. show. What, um, now as a non wrestling fan,
2: well, I mean, as not a big of a wrestling fan as I am, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I understand that they're like with the halftime and all that because they're in a more prominent yeah. Muslim country. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that, but if they're not gonna mention Saudi Arabia on their website or anywhere like associated with Crown Jewel, yeah. Yeah, Uh, I don't know It's uh.
3: No, they were talking about maybe if it was a little bit If these rumors and all that had come out a little before They were talking about possibly moving the event I think one of the locations was Wembley in London Like on the tennis court? No, 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 not Wimbledon, Matthew Oh Wembley Stadium Oh, wait, oh In Tottenham well, no, it's... Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Is Go it on. Tottenham or West?
2: I think it's Tottenham.
3: Okay, anyways, this isn't a soccer show. Yeah. Of course, guys, the phone lines are open. If you guys have something on your mind that you want to talk about, please call into the show. The phone number is
2: 613-750-2535. Not going to lie. Every time you say that, I look up at the phone thing. To see if it rings? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, to eh? say. I'm not... J- uh, <laughs>
3: I don't really know, man. Um, oh, no, there it we looks go. like we've got a caller calling hey. in.
6: Hey, Colin, Big Daddy D-Roy here. Oh, hey, Derek, how's it going, man? Good, good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty well. Um, so, of course, I think I know what you're calling in to talk about and get stuff off your mind. But what for the fans that don't know what's going on this weekend?
6: There is a lot going on this weekend. Uh, more specifically the return of professional wrestling to the city of Cornwall. Uh, Seaway Valley Wrestling, Saturday night, 7 p.m. at the NAV Center. Uh, it's the first time wrestling's uh, been back in several years now, so uh, it's an exciting time, and I'll be in the uh, on the show in the main event versus Ray St. Jean for the uh, big-time pro wrestling heavyweight championship.
3: Yeah, now... Over the past couple of weeks, ever since this match was announced, it really everything really started at the press conference for Seaway Valley Wrestling. Um, why don't you sort of fill in fans on some of the details of exactly what happened at the press conference, and then what Ray has been saying about you over the course of the past couple of weeks?
6: Yeah, I mean, a few weeks ago we had uh, the press conference, and you know many fans came out to attend. It was a It was a great event, and, you know, as Ray St. John came to this stage, he was in a very foul mood, and uh, we actually had a, you know, many questions from the media and such, but we actually had a contract signing, uh, and and I announced that the uh, Big Time Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship would be defended in Seaway Valley Wrestling, so we're kind of crossing over uh, promotions here and the lineage of that title. Um, But Ray, you know, he wouldn't sign the contract. He was very pouty, and before I knew it, I was being hit from behind by... uh, Randy the Rage Barry with, uh, with a piece of a table. So they you know they kind of laid me out, signed the contract, and taunted me a bit. Uh, you know, again, a cheap shot from behind. So it looks like uh, Randy Barry is going to be in the corner of Ray St. Jean, the immaculate Ray St. Jean, this Saturday. But that's okay, two-on-one, three-on-one. It doesn't really matter because the results can be the same with me retaining my championship. So
3: Now, is there anything right now, because we're live on the air, we are going to be posting this as a podcast either tonight or tomorrow. Is there anything that you want to get off your chest? Because you've got some time to fill. You can talk for basically however long as you want. But um, is there anything you want to get off your chest with regards to either Ray, uh, Randy, or the uh, SVW management for letting Randy Berry hit you over the back of the head?
6: Well, I think he snuck into the press conference. You know, he's a Cornwall uh, local. Uh, I think Randy's very very... Um, bitter you know he hasn't been he's been out of action ever since uh, i took the title from him you know many months ago now um so he wanted a bit of revenge and i can understand that but it was a cheap shot as for ray you know that's a title he's never held and um i think you know when i started my career a couple of years ago uh ray kind of took me under his wing we traveled all across north america for shows and such but lately I think it's just jealousy, maybe, because, uh, you know, I've, I've been winning championships and uh, doing all kinds of uh, extracurricular stuff, TV shows, and uh, he's kind of never held that title, and maybe he feels like he's, his time is, is passed him, you know? But at the same time, he's still out there every week uh, climbing the ranks, trying to get noticed. He looks good. Um, so I can't wait for this Saturday. But again, like I said, that frown on his face, it's just <laughs> its kind of sad. It's this permanent frown, and... At the end of the day on Saturday night, you know, everyone else is going to be having a good time, but at the end of the night, he's going to be the only one still not smiling. Hey, everyone, this is TCO Care Call 11, and you're listening to Wrestling
1: with Ideas at TCO
6: la. <laughs>
3: the CKDJ studios right here for a new segment on wrestling with ideas I myself am of course the music man Colin Scully alongside me in studio we've got Dr. Bob Bobby what are we t- Who are we talking to today?
7: Well, we have the pleasure of introducing Thomas LeDuc and Stefan Paulson. We're promoting our show for the Showcase Sunday 10, Sunday, October 21st, 2018 at the TC Pro Dojo. I want all the fans listening to this to come on out. It's going to be a heck of a show. And this match particularly has been talked about a lot on social media. Thomas, Stefan, thank you for joining us here. Hope we can keep it very civil. The first question I wanted to ask both of you, please take turns as you see fit. Is because you've both been trained at the same dojo. What's it like knowing each other so long? What's it like training with each other? Stefan, um, I'll go with you first. if you I'll like. go first. All right, go ahead.
4: Um, uh, it's been uh, it's been quite the experience. Um, everybody I train with at uh, Torture, I mean, everybody knows it's a wrestling school. Um, so you don't really, you're not really, you don't never really decide who comes in through those doors. Um, sometimes you see guys that. Uh, have, uh, you know, have a bit more experience, have a bit more, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 time on their hand, wrestling, whatever it is. And then sometimes you meet guys like Thomas, who uh, at first you see a lot of potential, a lot of great things, and then, uh, then he opens his mouth, and then uh, it all goes downhill from there. And uh, like I said before, I respect everything he does in the ring, and uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge on Sunday. Uh, but uh, just to be... Uh, completely, brutally honest. I don't really appreciate the things that have been said uh, towards me, but uh, we'll see on Sunday and we'll take care of it on Sunday.
7: Those are some strong words coming from the modern day and savage. Thomas Hedouk, you did put out a video talking about Stefan Paulson. What did you say for all those fans who haven't had a chance to check that one out yet?
5: What I said was the truth, actually. This guy's been walking around acting like he owns the place. Wow. He doesn't own nothing. Okay, he's walking around. Oh, I'm the savage. I'm the modern day savage. He's not that. He's just Stefan Paulson, and I'm gonna prove that on Sunday. I'm gonna expose this guy.
7: Well guys I mean you have very similar backgrounds as some fans have noticed there is a lot of striking a lot of clinching that Muay Thai MMA type background that you both have of course you had on different career paths and different levels of experience but we do see a lot of similarities come into play which I think that styles clash is exactly why fans are so excited Paulson uh, I know that's kickboxing Muay Thai Jiu Jitsu could you go through some of the list of other things you have?
4: Uh, many years experience in MMA in general, uh, boxing, I've been in a boxing ring, I've been in an MMA cage, I've been on a grappling mat, uh, for jujitsu, Olympic wrestling. Uh, I've dabbled in about everything in the past, uh, dozen or so years. And, uh, not only have I, pra- be, not only was I a practitioner, but I was also a competitor, uh, in all those disciplines. So, um. Yeah, of course, everybody knows what I bring to the table uh, in the squared circle. Uh, It's not a secret. And uh, I know that uh, our styles are very similar. Uh, Leduc brings a strong striking style and uh, he's no slob on the on the ground, but uh, he's not as good as me. And on Sunday, I'm going to show that and uh, it's that simple.
7: Thomas, I think it's very, very clear to anyone who spends even a few seconds with you that you're here to brag about your Muay Thai, about your high level football experience as well. You've always liked contact sports, and I mean, you had a few things to say about Stefan before this call as well.
5: Yeah, well, you know, I enjoy contact. You know, Stefan practices it, I do it, I live it, I live violence. Okay? I'm not sure if the fan's really into it because he hasn't been in the ring with somebody like me yet. All that he's done before doesn't matter. Come Sunday, I'm going to show you why. Okay? I love,
4: I love how you think I've never been in the ring with anybody remotely close that, that resembles you. I think you seem to forget the guys I've been in the ring with. I, mean, I think you need to go down the list. I'm not going to name any names, but I'm pretty sure there's a few guys listening to this right now that have been in the ring with me that beg to differ that they've been in the ring with someone similar to you. So you go ahead uh, and you, with that bravado of yours, but uh, come this Sunday, uh, I'm going to teach you a valuable lesson, and that lesson is uh, next time you might want to shut your mouth.
7: Thomas, you had coming off a big win as well last uh, show at Straight of Chamber 3. You beat your rival, Corey Chambers, and uh, how did you finish that match off?
5: Well, uh, I... Corey Chambers, he tried to place me inside the crossface again, like a fool. He beat me the first time. He thought that uh, I wouldn't remember. That's how he beat me. So uh, I escaped out of that uh, and then proceeded to kick him in the face twice and choke him out.
7: Well, no disrespect to uh, Corey Chambers, a great competitor, but he is relatively new to wrestling. He's nowhere near the level of a Stam Paulson. I don't know if you're going to be able to use the same sort of tactics against the modern-day Savage.
5: I get that's uh, the modern-day Savage. He's... Savage, much more, you know, experienced than my former opponents. But I'm gonna bring the same game to him as I did to Corey Chambers. And I'm hoping I'm actually planning on the same result. Wow.
7: Stefan, two thousand eighteen has been one heck of a year for all of wrestling here in the Quebec scene, but especially a torture chamber. We've seen guys like obviously Thomas Leduc, we've seen Cable, Chambers, Havoc, Sear, Awan, a host of other people come through their doors for the first time this year. These guys are hungry. What I've heard constantly in the locker room is they're looking to move up, looking to take the top spots. You were in this very same position a few years back as well. I, I mean, was. Uh, you gotta, you got to see a little bit of the irony here that you were keep on grinding, as you say, trying to get that top spot. And now these new guys are coming in and trying to take yours. They're nipping at your heels. I mean, what, what kind of message do you have not only for LeDuc but everybody coming through here new in 2018?
4: You know what? I, I respect it. I mean, when I came up at torture, I was hungry, and uh, the moment I stepped into that school and the, into the gym, I was there to make a statement. I wasn't there to make an impact and to make a name for myself. So I understand all the newcomers and all the rookies trying to make a name for themselves, and what better way to make a name for yourself than to go after a veteran, someone that's established, someone that's, you know, uh, been in there for a couple of years, listen. Um, all these guys you've named, they're all great. They all have great potential. But for now, that's all it is, including you, Ladoop. That's all you got right now is potential. <laughs> that's all you have. I, I'm you as have good
5: – I'm actually better than what you were.
4: I'm better really? than what you were. All right. Well, yeah, I'm right off. now. Right now? than yeah. I was. Yeah, maybe you were better than I was at first. Maybe. Maybe I'll give you that. But right now, as of today, when we step in that ring Sunday – I'll tell you something. Not only you, but everybody else that will be sitting in that crowd, they'll quickly realize that you're not even in the same league as sure. you. And when, you know, you might get a few hits, a few kicks, a few this, a few that, but at the end of the day on Sunday when I get my hand raised and you're laying face, face down on the mat, you'll quickly realize that uh, you uh, bit a bit more than uh, you chew, you know, you uh, you're bit a bit off a bit more than uh, you can handle. And uh, it's going to be extremely apparent uh, come this Sunday. You've gone crazy, man. Thomas, I'm going to ask crazy. you.
7: I'm going to ask you the very obvious question here, especially with coming out of the same chamber, the same dojo here with Drew Onyx, and having that hard Smash Mouth style, the kicks, the lockups, the clinches, and everything. The very obvious question, almost flipping the coin on the same thing, I asked Stefan Paulson, though, is: Do you look up and did you look up the Stefan Paulson when you first started?
5: No. I, why? Why would I look up <laughs> to a guy who walks around like he runs like? He doesn't show res he, he says he respects everybody, but I don't see it. He walks around like he's been there for 20 years. You know me coming in with all like all that I've done Man, I was destined for greatness. The moment that I walked through those doors. I was destined to be the best. And do you know what guys like Stefan? I'm gonna be honest. They're just trying to get in my way. They're trying to hold me down actually. This Sunday I'm gonna break through that glass ceiling.
7: Stefan, I mean, with all your MMA background, yeah. with all your martial arts background, and especially here training at Torture Chamber, I know one of the key things that you've been taught, one of the key things that you try to pass on to the newer generation too, is that lesson and that understanding of respect in the ring.
4: Listen, I've been through years of martial arts training, and one of the first thing I remember, uh, one of the first thing I remembered learning is uh, the discipline of martial arts is the respect you have to have not only for the, the art itself. And this case, pro wrestling, but uh, for your competitor, and uh, for everybody that steps in through those ropes. <laughs> now, this guy over here, he can talk all this trash, and he can say all those things, and he thinks uh, he thinks he's all smart and stuff, but. Uh... Listen, uh, there is a mutual respect, but to a certain extent, uh, you know, when you uh, you talk a big game like the Duke's been talking lately.
5: I'm talking game right now. You're not taking any game. game. Listen, this th- is real.
4: Listen. This is real. All right, brother. You keep thinking you're all that in a bag of chips, but I'm going to tell you one thing, all right? When we step into that ring on Sunday, all right, I'm going to make you you're do the gonna chicken You're not going to do damn. anything. Listen, listen, You're not going gonna... to do anything.
5: All right, you're all not going to do anything.
7: Guys, I'm gonna, I, I want to cut you off you're there for I want to cut right. you off there a second before it just becomes a war of words here. Stefan, it's no secret based on social media, based on just meeting you. You're a great guy. You're intense as anybody else in that ring, but you're also a very, very good family man. I've seen you outside. You've got a great family. I really respect everything about you as well. Thank you. Thomas, you sacrifice a lot. I know you sacrifice sleep, careers, health, money, relationships, friends. I mean, I don't know one single person outside of the torture chamber that actually likes you. People, uh, people what, love
5: me, man. What are you talking
7: I don't know. About I, I, anybody people who spent more than five me, minutes in the car with you, people I think. Your mother what,
4: doesn't even love you, so shut your
7: mouth. Wow. You. All right. Thomas, you're bringing in a lot of animosity, a lot of hatred, I think. And I mean, I don't know if it's an advantage or disadvantage for you, but you're bringing that all in uh, to, to this matchup. of showcase Sunday, 10, on October 21st. What's this match and a potential, and I say very much potential win, what's that mean for you in your career right now where you're at? <clears throat>
5: What it means is just the evolution, you know, I get to tame a savage, I get to bring him into the modern day, I am the modern day, (laughs) okay, he can talk about how uh, savage he is and how cool he is, but once he steps into that ring, he's going to see what the evolution of torture chamber pro wrestling is going to be, me. Okay, it's time
4: for guys like him to step out of the way. Wow! Well, you say, oh, God, I need to step out of the way. I've been in the business for two minutes, my friend. You need to take a chill, though, my friend. All I see in you is a young man trying to make a name for himself. The mistake you're making is that you think that you're going to use the modern-day savage as a stepping stone? I know one stepping stone, especially not you. On Sunday, I guarantee you, when you step into that ring and you – you stare me down into my eyes you're going to quickly realize that you made a big big mistake with all that trash talk and you will be humbled my friend humble be and humbled. i use
5: that term really, i'm the really, one really that juicy. should be humbled Un- i'm the one
4: yeah i'm humble as can one. be
5: i am the humblest Ask guy around. in every room that i'm in Every awesome. room that I'm in, I'm
0: the humblest guy. What are you talking about?
7: Guys, l- l- right let me catch you off. I really want to get on with this here, and I understand this is going to come to a boiling point on Sunday. I'm looking forward to All our fans looking forward to it. This question is for Thomas the Duke now right now. If you go online, and I regret saying this, but if you go online and you talk to the fans, you talk to the Torture Chamber Faithful, if you see social media, they're putting you at a really busy, big disadvantage for this matchup. Stefan Pelson is the odds-on favorite for this. I mean, what do you have to say about that? It's going to be an uphill battle for you, and I don't know, but it doesn't sound like you got the crowd support behind you for this one.
5: I don't care about the crowd supporting me. All that matters is that at the end of the day, I win and I get the money, okay? This guy just wants to beat me so he can go higher up inside the rankings to make it back to the British Commonwealth title scene. You know, the place last time that he was there, he failed. He lost. You know, he just wants to go back and do that again and let everyone down. Okay, me, I don't let nobody down.
7: Well, Thomas, those are big words. You're going to have to really try to back him up. I don't know, Stefan, you did have a little bit of respect for him. I did talk to you before this interview as well. You saw him as coming up in one of the new guys, but I don't really know if that's the story here. How do you see you two matching up? And I know every competitor is always talking about wins here, but how do you see this matchup going?
4: It's quite simple, all right. On Sunday, I'm going to make every single strike count. Do you hear me, Ledoux? Every single strike I throw your way, it's gonna count, and it's going to hurt. Don't cut me off. Can you count? Don't cut me off. Can you count? I let you finish. I have the respect for you to let me finish. So let me finish. All right. Come this Sunday. I'm going to make every strike count. I'm going to make sure that every time I take you down, the ground shakes. Do you understand? Do you hear me, Ledoux? Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Bobby. I, I did have a hint of respect because everybody that steps into those ropes and competes in the squared circle deserves everybody's respect. It's not an easy thing we do. And I understand what he's trying to do. I understand he's trying to make a name for himself. But please, please hear me on this. All right? on Sunday, if you are dumb enough to oh. leave a limb unprotected, I'll make sure to take it home with me. Oh, do you hear me? All you. right. <laughs> I will make an example of what not to do when you're in the ring with me. The Duke on oh. Sunday, I will. I was content with only beating you, but now beating I me. will inflict your pain and punishment to go alongside the wind do you hear me Ledoux? Gentlemen. You gentlemen go ahead and talk and you can go ahead and laugh and think you aren't gonna your... do
5: anything
4: all right we'll see on sunday my you, friend. We'll see you're on sunday. nothing man like
5: i'm gonna i'm gonna like let's just say uh i don't know first uh first five minutes i'm gonna go put ahead. you down that is quite okay? a pr-
6: prediction I'm gonna there i you out. Thomas, I'm, I, I want to be impartial be here. Night. I can't see that like,
5: happening. But What are you saying? You're crazy, man. You're mental. Like, gentlemen, is
7: gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen and showcase Sunday 10.
5: Crazy people. You're all crazy. Gentlemen, every single guys. One of you, every single one of you that cheers for that guy, you're mental. Tom, Tom Thomas, you we can't talk about the fans me. like
7: that. We cannot talk about the fans like that. You have words you want to say against the fan? Is, 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 is he still on the line? I
4: Thomas? think he hung up. Thomas?
7: I think he couldn't stand it. Well... He he gone. Looks like we've lost Thomas. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, that is a little bit of his credo here, I guess. Um, hopefully he can back up his words. Stefan Paulson, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm sorry that interview went the way it did. I really was hoping for a civil discussion here and at least a little bit more about what you two were going to do to each other. Uh, not the name calling towards the fans, that was uncalled for. But showcase Sunday 10, this Sunday, October 21st, 2018, at the TC Pro Dojo. We we're going to see one heck of a fight. A clash of styles, a clash of more veteran experience versus that youth that we're going to see. And Stefan, any last words for our fans?
4: I just want everybody to come out and support not only the Torture Chamber of Pro Wrestling Dojo, uh, but every single competitor that will be stepping into that ring. And I'll make sure. That on Sunday, when I step into the ring with LeDuc, um, that basically, you know, I, like I said, and I said it before, uh, I can beat him everywhere. There's not a place I can't beat him. He wants to fight to be on the feet, we'll strike. He wants to fight to be on the ground, we'll grapple. He wants to fight to be in the air, well, we'll fly like an eagle. We'll do whatever he wants. But know this, LeDuc. I know you're still listening you might have hang up like a coward but i know you're still listening so listen up real good and this goes for anybody else that has anything to say about the modern day savage when you step into that ring with the modern day savage you have no idea the type of punishment that i will inflict on you all right i am a trained fighter understand that so that wherever the fight may go on the feet on the ground or in the air I will beat you everywhere. The Duke, you've been warned. This Sunday, I will make an example of you, and I will come back, make my way back to becoming the number one contender for the NWA British Commonwealth Championship. And every single fan that's been supporting torture, Chamber Pro Wrestling Dodger, needs to come out and pay their fees, and they come in and enjoy the show because they're in for one hell of a fight.
7: Fans, you heard it here from one of the best here in the entire scene. Showcase Sunday, 10. Come on out. Enjoy the show. It'll be one heck of a good time. I agree. Colin, you got it? Yep, we're
3: good. Cool. Thank you guys for calling in. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Thomas. Thanks to you, Stefan. When we come back from commercial break, we're going to be talking more of the latest in wrestling news. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios Right here for Wrestling With Ideas On CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music Of course I am the music man Colin Scully Excuse Hello Excuse
0: Yay We finally have some sort of connection here
3: There you go How's it going man?
0: Oh it's not going too bad I'm just chilling at the new pad How's everything on Wrestling With Ideas? I'm sorry I couldn't make it there
3: today It's um It's a little disorganized Can't lie uh, Not having you here is really sort of taking toll on everything now what happened though that, you said you were concussed or something like
0: that is that what's going on yeah i had a little injury at work and it's looking like i might have given myself a little teensy teensy concussion nothing more than a couple chair shots to the head anyways
3: that's very true now this past sunday at uh, impact wrestling's bound for glory um apart from a couple of other interesting matches there was one spot in the match that i think you're going to want to talk about more so than the others
0: Absolutely, But first of all, I want to say, it was just Sunday night, and there was nothing much going on. And my girlfriend asked me if there was any wrestling on, and I said no. And then I just stopped and I said, wait a minute, I think good old TNA is doing something right now. Let's see what's going on with TNA. And sure enough, it was Bound for Glory, and I caught it right about uh, Eli Drake, and uh, that's about where I wanted to catch it. I wish Jericho would have been there, but we got James Ellsworth instead. So uh, what does WWE stand for? We want Ellsworth.
3: There you go. Now, of course, in the main event of Bound for Glory 2018, we had Johnny Mundo.
0: No, he goes by Johnny Impact now.
3: Does he go by Johnny Impact? Okay. Whoever, John Hennigan, uh, whatever his ring name is in Impact, faced off against Austin Aries for the Impact Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, whatever you want to call him, walked away with the belt. But it's not his title win that has everybody talking. It's what, no, it's it's what Austin Aries did after. Was a tantrum
0: of some sort that's making the news. Sorry? It's almost as if he had a sort of a tantrum after the match, wouldn't you say? Because uh, we, uh, we have Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact. He hits him with a starship pain. One, two, three and new Impact Champion, and then immediately after 3, Austin Aries gets up, looks like he's swearing at Don Callis as he's storming off backstage, flipping off fans or something like that, I didn't quite catch what Aries was doing because the cameras were more focused on uh, Morrison and Ty, but uh, yeah, Aries didn't look like a very happy camper, and it looks like his contract's done.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Now, do you think it's uh, do you think this is a shooter? Or do you think this is a work?
0: I think it's a little column A, a little column B. I don't think uh, every, I don't think Aries is very well liked backstage, especially when uh, Mundo is involved. So I think if it was any other two people, we would have had less of a scene. Right. Now, but uh, can't discount the fact that uh, well, if it was Aries' time was up, and if he wants to make a big stink, and, and hey, that that's got more attention on him. He'll probably be taking a lot of bookings because of it, don't you think?
3: I guess. Now, do you think he goes somewhere specific, or do you think he just takes the bookings on the Indies?
0: I think he's going to lay low for a while, but I'm pretty sure we'll see him in a big Ring of Honor tournament or something like that coming up. Maybe, maybe 202019. 2019.
3: Yeah? You don't yeah, think he's going to go to the Chris Ring Jericho Cruz at all?
0: 2019.
3: No Chris Jericho Cruz for him?
0: I don't know if he'll be on the cruise of Jericho. I think all the matches are pretty much set in stone unless they can always come up with one more match, I guess.
3: Well, I mean, they could expand the bracket for that tournament a little bit there, but again. Oh,
0: the Sea of Honor tournament.
3: There you go. That's the perfect spot for him, really. Because I don't. Have they announced everybody?
0: You know who he should wrestle? Park.
3: Who, sorry? Park? Yeah.
0: The man who used to be called Neville?
3: Right. Oh, that'd be great to piss Vince off. See, in
0: a non-WWE environment? I'd love to see that.
3: Yeah. Now, I think uh, I think Brooksy there wants to say something to you, so I'm going to turn his mic on.
2: Okay, so basically, I'm Cheesecake. Apparently... Oh,
0: sounds like the show's falling apart without me,
2: guys. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It really is. Oh, h k will
3: you
2: up yet. Yeah. You still got to tell me about the list.
0: Yeah, we will will give you. This is Vince McMahon's world, and we're
3: just living in it. This is, yeah, I don't know. Now, just before we end things here on the show, I wanted to get your thoughts, because I haven't really talked to you in the past couple weeks, because I've been busy with literally everything. What are your thoughts on the uh, Crown Jewel situation? I don't know.
0: I think WWE has looked themselves into a corner with this Saudi Arabia show. And uh, I'd love to see it go to the UK. It's the only place that makes the sense where you're having a crown jewel pay-per-view. And well,
6: the only places
0: where there's really kings and queens and crowns, it's uh, the UK, maybe Sweden, I don't know. But uh, I think they're going to have to shift it to the UK, and uh, I don't think Vince is going to risk it for
3: the biscuits. What kind of biscuits would he be risking it for? What,
0: ca- well, what, what know, is, is the biscuit the that he risks it for? It for? Good God, those are some good
3: biscuits, pal. Are we talking Popeyes? Are we talking
0: uh, Long We're John Silver's? We're Red Lobster biscuits. Yeah, I have the biscuits okay. and
2: Red Lobster. Ooh, Red Lobster. Yeah,
3: that's fair.
0: Nick Foy will tell you all about those biscuits.
3: Yeah, he definitely will, just like Jim Cornette will tell you all about Wendy's. Um, of course, we do have to cut things off here as it's more or less 7 o'clock, so we are going to bring things to an end here on Wrestling With Ideas. I, myself, am, of course, the music man, we had Big Papa Pump, Matthew Brooks. Oh, yeah. And just at the end here, we had the man with no excuses, Jonathan Skews Now, John, will you be back
0: next week? I will be back next week, and uh, you can tell Big Papa Chump over there that we're going to smarten him up next week.
3: All right, for sure. Thank you, guys, for listening. Thanks, John, for calling in again. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas on CKDJ 1079.
6: You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet.